you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. This week's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Form. Form is the first women's prestige hair care collection to celebrate beauty in all of its forms. The Form Collection minimizes guesswork and makes hair care simpler by offering personal regimens specifically designed for individual hair needs. Mm. Get 10% off of your entire order when you visit formbeauty.com forward slash friendzone. That's F-O-R-M beauty.com forward slash friendzone. Get personal with Form. Walking through the trees, don't let nothing touch my legs, don't let nothing touch boy, my knees. Boy, boy. <laughs> Nigga, please, I run, you got a gun. I don't know what's happening, but this shit ain't real fun. Boy, See, I'm boy. getting scared, it's clowns, it's ghosts, it's frowns. <laughs> Everywhere I look like it's finna boy, go boy, on down, boy. and LG is everybody lights off. Man, I don't know what. Oh, shit! Oh, it was just a cough. <laughs> uh, everything <laughs> cough is scaring on the me. Beat. Everything's scaring me. I'm feeling sick to my knees and to my feet. I drop down and get my eagle on so I can see the party is going up like it's Tuesday. Okay, hey, hey, you heard what I say? I'm just <laughs> rhyming and ain't no crime in saying some bullshit. I'm dropping dimes in. We take the beat away from me. That's a cappella, as you can see or hear, hear with your ears, not your eyes. Have no fear <laughs> as eyes. we rise. You were giving me. Look, I was about to go in a smoking word right after. Because <laughs> you are special and I You are think... the one, the one I see. I see, I see you. And with you, I see me. What was that stupid ass poem you said? Remember, it was like, this. I can taste the Caucasian. What, <laughs> what was that poem you said? Oh, no. You remember? No. What was uh-uh. it? Don't bring uh-uh. that up. <laughs> what was it? No, no, uh-uh. no. no. Is it? This is someone's song, y'all. Oh, oh. 
<laughs> and welcome to the friend zone, your weekly look at all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell wants a musty brain? <laughs> Shout out to August Rush, because that is the name of a very, very talented spoken word young artist who turned it out at the Pompeii Wine Shop one time when she did that poem and shook the fucking table. I mean, that shit was crazy. She just did the Adidas campaign where she got to get up on a... um. They were doing something all around the city where people were getting up and speaking, and she did that one time. That's anyway, good. visibility. He Shout out to August good. Rush. All right, welcome to the friend zone. Continue, my bad. Speaking of poems, mm-hmm. you know what I was watching? What, what was you watching? You love Jones. Love Jones. <laughs> I got a love gem. Do you know all the words? To Love Jones? Mm-hmm. Like the scenes? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not one of those people that like <laughs> talks through the movie while you're watching. You're through the whole thing. But I do know, you know, my fave parts. <laughs> Shout out to Darius Love Hall. Mm. <laughs> I tweeted yesterday. I was like, um, "Love Jones is the cheesiest movie ever, but I love it forever. I don't even care." That's right. It's such a cute movie. It makes me happy. I watch it a lot. The classic, right? They said it's going to, to Broadway. Wasn't it a tour? It was on tour with um, Chrisette Michelle. Was it? <laughs> what? Wasn't it? It was I like see Love why we Jones. Don't know on- about it. <laughs> It was like Love there Jones was. on Ice. I think they were ice oh, yeah. skating. They, they broke up in the version with Chrisette Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> Shit ain't work out anymore with her in it. <laughs> it was doomed. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Love Bones, nigga. <laughs> okay, so that one was the Melvin Childs Presents Love Jones the Musical. And that was it on Michelle? Ice or it am was, I tripping? I don't she see. was on Ice. I don't see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the Ice. <laughs> <laughs> let me update this Google. So wait, let me wait, put, let me put ice wait, in and see what happens wait. because I don't see it's ice. It's not on. Where the fuck did I get this? She was on ice. <laughs> I don't know, but, uh, you know what? Chris and Michelle be- shaped like an apple. You know, like when you cut, if you cut an apple in half, you make it like flat. You know how one side be a little bit smaller than the other side. That's how she built from the back. So on last week's show. <laughs> We had an episode Like an apple core <laughs> We had an episode called Fake News Yes we did <laughs> Oh god this is just Ooh, worse What are like, the odds of that We had an episode called Fake News mm-hmm. Where we discussed How uh, Facebook And Twitter yes. and just a lot of our Massive platforms are Not helping with the um, misinformation that's being spread on a daily basis, whether Irene. it has to do with elections, um, different cases having to do with Black Lives Matter, just yes. you name it. They have just not been doing their jobs filtering out and verifying. And as always, you guys had tons to say about it. So we were very, very excited to pick our favorites as usual. So Asante, who stood out to you? <clears throat> Shout out to y'all on the emails. I hope I can say your name properly. Um, from Abba or Abba Lakiaka. Lakiaka. Please. Hey, that was a lot. <laughs> please go ahead and uh, let me know if I messed that up or not. Okay. Um, but shout out to you. The subject is in times like these. I really wish y'all did shows twice a week. Um. With all the heartache in the world right now, I'm so grateful to be able to listen to your show and get laughs from Dustin, music from Asante, and mental and spiritual wellness from Fran. Y'all don't know how big of a blessing you are and have helped me tune out some of the pain, but also picked up some tools for how to deal with it all as well. Keep up the great work and can't wait to hear what you have in store for us this week. Yay. Bless your heart. 
So for me, I actually went into Dustin's corner of the world. Hey. So on the Twitter streets, um, someone Twitter by the name streets. of Gunderscore Will said, I've been thinking a lot about the accuracy of some of the information that is constantly delivered via RTs and news feeds. Even some of those quotes, he puts in quotations, that keep popping up from old political and artistic figures. Pics of heroes who did amazing feats. Sometimes I think I owe myself just one extra step towards vetting this stuff, especially before recirculating said information and adding to its dissemination. So I thought that was cool because we're all guilty of it. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I'm actually glad that he brought up the thing about quotes. Because how many times have has a quote been attributed to someone that it's always like, Gandhi said this. Or, <laughs> and yep. then you look it up and he never said that so shit. Weird. Right? It'll be like someone from Tumblr. Um, so it's true. It's just, man, this fake news media shit is like very real right now. So I'm glad oh, that people... Yeah. And I saw that a couple of journalists actually were uh, tweeting me and saying that they were thankful that we had yeah, that episode. That yeah, because it said it, it made them become a little more mindful of how it's not about how quick you should get out, get the article out for clicks, but it's more so about the information being verified and fair, which one would think should always be the priority, but I guess I understand that there are different pressures with different jobs. Yeah. Right. So what about you, Dustin? Who'd you find on the Twitter streets? Um, you know, first of all, I want to get back to those quotes you was talking about. What's that guy's name? Rob. What's his name? The one that put they used to quote all them to the quotes. They put all the quotes up. Rob or Roy. What was his name? He was engaged to Latoya Luckett. Or either they got married in a oh, real quick. Um, what's his name? Uh, Aaron Rob. Aaron? Oh God, I know what exactly. you're talking about, and I'm mad. That I can't think his name. Rob Fake Hill. News. Rob Hill. Is it Rob, Rob Hill? Hill? Yes, it's Rob Hill. Fake news because all those relationship quotes, and then he couldn't even make it work with Latoya Luckett. <gasps> Fake news. Yep. Moving on Rob to these Hill Twitter senior. streets. He's in these so streets. nice. Uh -huh. Nice ain't. <laughs> nice should have brought your ass home last night. He's so sweet. <laughs> Two month marriage. <laughs> Jesus. All right, in these streets. Okay, shout out to uh, at Black Hippie Chick with that's black with no K, like China. Um, and China, not China's mama, who I like to call Blackest China. Anyway, <laughs> shout out to yeah. Flower Child, who said, Look at Dustin. I didn't know MC Bree was from Flint. I always thought he was from the Bay. We played his song out, and it was the gift with that little boy blowing in the wind. Like I love that. Away. <laughs> that's that's one of my favorite. Where's that from? Does anyone know? Nope. Mm -mm. <laughs> That little Maybe red turtleneck. He had dreads. They wasn't letting too many kids on TV with dreads. <laughs> he looks Gullah like he would have been a ghost rider. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Jamal. Ghost rider. Like Jamal's little cousin. Right. Shout out to at Asbury <laughs> Beret, <laughs> which is such a cute name. Asbury Beret. So shout out to Asbury uh -oh. Beret who said, when Hey Asante and Look at Dustin started spitting Yola today, this Georgia girl got her everlasting life. Hood gems, they never, they'll never get to me. I hear That's that. That's right. Um, shout out to Shar Says So, friend of the show. Hey, I love Shar. Because Shar Says So. You're so Midwest <laughs> for asking who Barbara is at the end of Tatted Up. I nearly choked this morning, <laughs> which was funny. And now we ended up finding out somebody tweeted that, um, somebody tweeted Fabo, and he tweeted that Stop all his it. lyrics. He did. He tweeted all his lyrics honor women, and he uh, mentioned Barbara Bush, Hillary Clinton, um, <laughs> Michelle Obama, I think, and somebody else in the tweet. But he I said that he was talking about Barbara. I did not see this going that way. Mm -hmm. I thought you were going to say women in his life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
Nope. Then I want to give a shout out to at Golden Rays G the number zero L D E N Ray E R A E S who tweeted a thread <laughs> that the thread I yeah I'm sorry Barbara, I'm Barbara Bush. Barbara Bush. That's who, and it's came straight from the horse's mouth. We can't even say, well, he didn't say that shit. No, he literally wrote it. Yeah. Tweeted it. I am dead to the bed. So the next tweet uh, comes from Golden Rays, G, the number O, Elden Rays, R A E S. She tweeted a thread, and she starts off the story with the following tweet. I ever told y'all the story about how my ex made me stay pregnant an extra day so he could go hoop. What? what? That's right. So look at that. That's <laughs> Golden Rays with a number zero instead of an O in Golden Rays, and Ray is with an E, so R A E S. And that's all I got for y'all. He needs three. He he he. I like the condensed version. Mm-hmm. So y'all ready to jump into this week's episode? <laughs> yes, hell, no. hell yeah. I'm still Me and Asante are still down about <laughs> Did this. Did you look it up? <laughs> Did you look it up? Right now, because that... But I, when he said I honor women, I'm like, oh, it's oh, okay. his mom. Right. Or like his girlfriend. Uh, it was the first first lady. <laughs> anyway, okay. We're going to revisit this back for the Music Man segment. <laughs> So, on this week's episode, we wanted to discuss a common term and theme that keeps sprouting up all over the internet. My fave, Anderson Pack, even has a song with Kei Chinata called Glowed Up. But if you notice online, especially with all the amazing accomplishments that people are posting on a regular basis, shout out to everyone, all this Thrive energy. Okay. They right? had fun. They had fun. Um... So, glowed up is on everyone's caption, hashtag, when you're describing someone who is doing better, that's usually what you say when you retweet their picture and they're looking amazing. You know, Issa Rae, Lena Waithe, like all these amazing people. So, I had a question for you guys about the... Actually, you know what's funny? I googled glowed up (laughs) in Urban Dictionary. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) They just be holding us down. Man. With the words that the Oxford Dictionary does not know how to process. Um, So, Urban Dictionary says glowed up means to go from the bottom to the top to the point of disbelief. An incredible transformation. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm mad that their example was, wow, she really did glow up from ugly ducking, duckling to gorgeous swan. <laughs> God damn. Black swan. <laughs> so here's my question. Here's my question to y'all. I'll start with you, Sir Dustin. What's happening? Glowing up, what yes. does that term mean to you? It means... Personally. Pers- like for my, me, myself? For you. Oh, just trying to present everything that I do or anything that I'm involved in at its in its best form. That's what glowing up means. Every detail that I have my hands in, anything that I can personally, you know, make happen, I can do that at the in the best possible way that I can. Down to like, you know, I make sure my beard is shining. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I make sure, you know, I clean my fingernails. You know what I'm saying? Make sure I don't have food in between my teeth when I'm smiling and talking to people. You know, you try to present yourself, you know, as such that, you know, you're in your best form. I think that's what glowing up really means. And so sometimes... So refinement. Refinement. Yeah. So when you see that that progression, you know, you see somebody, like they said, come from the bottom to the top, (laughs) 
you know, are just better than it was, which is really what that means. Mm. You know, you you see that journey, you be like, damn, they didn't glowed up. Shout out to Mary J. Blige, who oh, has a um a track on her new oh, album, Strength of a Woman, featuring Quavo and Missy Elliott, Glow Up, <laughs> and DJ Khaled. Mary. The jam. What about you, Asante? When you think of a glow up for you, what does that look like? What does that mean? I always equate it to a leveling up of sorts. Um well, that ain't nothing but changing the word. What you mean? Well, exactly. <laughs> so when I, I think about a glow, I think about even levels, like levels to the glow. Like, you know, even on the damn iPhone, now you can adjust the brightness of the damn flashlight. There's levels to that glow. You can? Like, on the update? What you, on earth? <laughs> you, Man, listen, I don't know. That means that that light has always been able to do that. Right, that kind of shit. What kind of, what's crazy? the wattage? It's iPhones crazy? glow up. Let them, let them evolve. iPhones glow up. You watch we holding. <laughs> so with that, it's just for me uh, attaining another level of something in whatever I'm trying to do. And I always think back to like, <clears throat> this, <laughs> this is going to be so ridiculous, but like even someone like Beyonce, right? She has all these levels in her, her tours or her production and whatnot. Like there's the level that she doesn't have to worry about with her dancers. Like, she always has A1 dancers, so it's not like she really has to worry about, True. like, if they don't remember the choreography. Like, there are things that she's leveled up in, so she doesn't have to worry about anymore. Like, so, the caliber of her work. Right. Yeah. So I think to myself, like, how am I going to level up in these certain arenas? Like, how am I going to make this shit undeniable and glow up? And so part of it, like, <laughs> initially was I had to, in order to level up, you know, you got to let go of dead weight and dead baggage. So you have to really sit back and figure out what those stories were and let some of those go. And then you that's a glow up right there. Like, sure. being able to even acknowledge that you have stories, like, that's a glow up. It's a different level unlocked. And so I just always have taken it to be that. Now, who, okay, and glowing up, I, I won't give my opinion just yet because then I'll No, that's the bullshit. Come on, friend! We have one more question before I do. Who is someone that you are seeing right now and that everyone would know that is glowing up in a way that you feel is similar to what you would want for yourself? Drea. And I don't care who don't Who's like it. Dre- Drea Michelle? Drea Michelle, yes. Oh, shit. That's a glow up. Drea. What is Drea, it about her glow Drea up? Drea is somebody who was always considered the underdog, never taken seriously, um, just really, really pigeonholed because of some of her own choices and also because of other people's prejudices. And so, but Drea has really turned the beat around with her life and her career. She's a great mother. She just had a new baby boy. Um, her Physically, she's in like the best shape I've ever seen her be in. There's a certain polish and refinement to her style choices now. And she's getting looks. She did a spread in um, Brazilian Vogue. Oh, shit. Like, in, in these Damn. big, huge ball gowns. Like, Drea is out here. Um, and I think she's been working on her relationship, like, with her uh, partner and shit. So I just, I really appreciate the way that Drea is, like the, you said, friend, that refinement. Drea right. literally was, was someone who people just kind of discounted and disregarded. And now she's literally running a multi-million dollar company. Mint Swim. The her swimwear, swimwear yeah, I have seen it. Super Huge. cute. And wasn't she, if I remember correctly, wasn't she a victim of fake media or fake news? Where at least according to her, I mean, I don't. We obviously don't know the real story because we weren't in the house. But that story that ran about yeah. her child and not having and food people took and all those things. And advantage of that to this day, people and still bring it up. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, go see how she's living. Right, she broke through. What about you, Asante? Who's someone that's glowing up that you're like that shit is. Um, so I've always just liked, um, people that kind of 
play the background, but really do like really dope shit. So Donald Glover, mm. like I've like I've loved him as an artist as Childish Gambino. I feel like he has some dope music. I thought he was dope as an actor. Um, you so know, so multifaceted. Even comedically on Community, his ass was funny as fuck, and like just right in tune and aligned with a lot of the shit that I want to do. And so then for him to write something as awesome as Atlanta too, and do it the way that he did, like with FX Network, like. You would think FX, Ryan Murphy, like working with A1 actors. But then you have Donald Glover, who got a bunch of people who we don't really know and made that shit hot. Like it was something that everybody could relate to in some form or another. Like all the black people laughed at that shit and all the white people came and had to dissect that shit and figure out like, you know, how they could tie into the experience. And then they could even see characters that they damn selves they didn't even know uh they didn't even know we're just around all the damn time. So I just feel like watching him make all the moves that he's made it's like I have to hit all these marks like as strategically as possible and be able to do my shit the way that he does his shit. My favorite glow up would would have to be Issa Rae. Mm. And I'm going to tell you why. <clears throat> three of my closest friends are act Well, actually four, including Dustin. Oh. Um, but three of my like closest, the women in my life are actresses. And seeing the struggle with being black women trying to get auditions and gigs and time after time after time after time just not getting roles or if they did get roles it was something that was like typical you know Mm -hmm. trying to have them look in a certain way and they kind of had to succumb to that so what I appreciate about how Issa Rae did it as an actress was that she created her own show on YouTube (laughs) built leverage by connecting with people like Pharrell all based off of a fucking YouTube web series. And that shit used to be bomb. A web series. And it wasn't even like the quality was like spectacular where she had like a red. What are those cameras called? The Mm reds that, you know, they're expensive and give you that look. She didn't even have that. She literally (laughs) was like her and her homies. Linking up. Yeah, she wrote it. They were in it. Um, People from all different backgrounds. It was like an interesting perspective because you never really saw a black girl that was just regular as fuck. You know, she wasn't what TV has always portrayed us. Like she really just swerved in with a yes. whole different angle and did it her damn self. Mm-hmm. And then was able to get the attention of HBO. And now she has a show on television. So it's the beauty of her not chasing auditions, but creating her own role herself that she didn't have to audition for. She just had to be in it, do it, amass the following, and now she was able to transition from digital to traditional. What? And spot on, too, because HBO, she really brought back the edginess that was HBO. Right. And brought them a whole new market of people. A whole new market of people. And then now she has her production company, so she's creating opportunities for other writers and actors and directors to come on board on HBO. And I'm sure she's doing tons of stuff even outside of that. To me, that's like my wave. Yeah. Creating my own door so I don't have to wait for an opportunity. And then once I have the opportunity, blasting the fuck through the door that the gatekeepers put up so that I can have my homies come and get some. (laughs) Like that's to me... The perfect glow up. Not to mention that she just looks fucking amazing lately. Yes, she does. You know what I mean? That uh, hair, that skin, those teeth. She's what? a cover girl. She is. Well, literally. Literally a cover girl. <laughs> like, literally. A testimony to glowing up. When Lori Ann Gibson showed up on Dance Moms, oh my right? God. 
<laughs> Let me just tell y'all. Boom she told she told these girls. Do they still call her Boomcat on his show. No, she's no. she's uh, Miss Gibson. I bet oh, you I can tell me. you what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> she told them. She told them girls. She's like, they told me I couldn't do it. So not only did I do it, I broke the system. I showed up and I dominated it. Like like that right there. I was like, that's how you say I'm gonna do this shit. You don't let nobody tell you that no you waiting. can't do it. And that's why I, I fall so hard with like Naruto. Like all these things that just reinforce like, you know, persistence and not letting anybody get in your head and doing what the fuck you got to do to get to where you know you're going to be. Yeah. And even the episode we had where we were talking about when you were saying, Asante, that a lot of, oh, it was the perfectionism versus excellence. When you were saying a lot of what gets in your way is not having the money for like the best equipment, mm -hmm. you know, and not want, not feeling comfortable putting out work that isn't like the best of the highest caliber and quality, especially with what is out there now. You know, people be having money and support systems and investors. It's hard to and go up against trash. them. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to go up against them. Garbage or doo-doo in a Louis Vuitton diaper. That's all it is. <laughs> But, but it's dope with limitations, you know, to still figure out how to carve your own style, your own way. And that's why she's my favorite. But here's why I asked all of these 1,000 questions to you guys. Do you notice, though, that when people reference glowing up and they attribute it to someone's career or their look, it always has to do with their physical appearance? Mm -hmm. It's always... Even like we were saying, the refinement, it's more so like, oh, shit, she got money or he got money to get like weekly haircuts <laughs> or like a glam team where even for Issa. her makeup. Yeah. Like her makeup on her face matches her neck now. You know what I mean? Or okay. her, like these are things that people <laughs> notice, like the the quality, the caliber, the attention like to detail. <laughs> right. Anybody visible. I was just going to say, remember the season two? They're like, oh, they got another season. You could tell they got money for this season. Right. Now. Or even the quality of the show. It always has to do with finances. Mm -hmm. It always has to do with um, what has now looks like you've invested into the details mm -hmm. of your persona, your person and your work. But what I worry about the fact that that's the focus of glowing up and not only that, but now it's become a thing. Like everyone wants to appear super polished and glowed up mm -hmm. online even when they can't afford it because the focus on glowed up is solely based on like fashion. Like you look fresh. Oh, my God, where'd you get that? Yo, I never seen anybody wearing, you know, and it's always that's what people think of. There are people that you see that are actually doing hella dope shit behind the scenes. I'm talking about getting money. They don't really post a lot. Maybe when they do post, it's nothing, quote unquote, glowed up. But you wouldn't know. Mm -hmm. And then the other people that are posting, you know, all these bags and shoes and that, a lot of times they're not glowed up. Stunt mom. Well, first of Stunt all. Stunt mom, right? That's just not. It's silly. Boot gang. <laughs> That's just silly. Like, all that is is a cry for attention and, and somebody wanting to be validated. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, of course. And it's so ridiculous. And it's such a turn off. And you really see that on Facebook a lot. Really? I would think really, it'd be Instagram. Oh that would be God, the worst. Facebook is worse because it's, it's not, you know, it's a progression mm -hmm. from Facebook over to, like, Instagram and then into Twitter, right? Facebook is, like, all my aunts. It, exactly. So imagine those same antics. Right, the same cries for attention and shit. Oh my god! But from you know your aunt's friends, because I would never say that about your aunt. But like from her, they friends mm -hmm. doing too old to be doing that shit, taking a picture of of themselves in a selfie so that you can. I mean, 
blatantly, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You want you to see their sunglasses, right? And comment and say, girl, your sunglasses is cute. Only to see the reflection of them holding the phone in the lens of the glasses looking stupid. <laughs> oh my God. And then you go through the comments and everything is, oh, those are so cute. Thanks, girl. Those are so cute. Thank you, girl. It's saying thank you to everybody <laughs> in the comments. Just trying to be like you. Right? It's just so dumb. Like, I, I just, like That's my favorite one. Right? <laughs> just trying to come up like you. <laughs> Blowing up. Especially when people say you glow up there, they're like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do this. You know, I see you out there glowing up. I was like, I'm just trying to be like you. You know, everything that you're seeing and saying, I'm just trying to be that, I guess. I shit. just say thank you because I feel like it comes from a good place at the end of the day. I like mean, it does. Say, they're saying yeah, you look good. Right. Yeah, you know, so you just say thank you no matter how pretentious and dumb of a <laughs> comment it may be. You know, you just be like, thank you. But thank it's you also, so much. but you have to admit that mm-hmm. it's creating a pressure. Well, it's putting pressure on people, especially for what they post. It's making people second guess. Like mm-hmm. that's why you have apps like Facetune that do oh so well God. because have people look swayed. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you look swayed because you don't want to post something that, even though it's naturally you, if it doesn't have you looking glowed yeah, up exactly. or like refined, like we were saying, or that the, you know your details are taken care of, and catered deets. to the deeds. Your skin is nice. Mm-hmm. Your teeth. It's a lot of pressure. How do you guys, do you guys, now admit it, mm-hmm. do you ever, before you post things, feel the pressure? Or even, not even just about posting, but about what you're posting. Do you ever feel the pressure of like, does this show that I'm doing enough and that I'm out here getting it? Is that something that ever becomes like a focal point of how you that, curate no, your social media? because that's not really my personality anyway. Y'all know I don't give a fuck about nobody feeling like I'm I'm getting it. You know what I mean? But I so do. So there's no part of you that needs people to know that you're doing fucking well. No. Okay. No. But, but there is a, a, some strategy behind the shit that I post. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to post something that's going to have me out here looking like I'm not doing well. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So, I mean, if that counts towards what there's the point here... Then yes, <laughs> right. But I but it's just not my personality naturally to be like you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. concerned. I actually abhor that school of thought. I hate that. I hate it. When, I hate that. I just I hate that. It's really like a thing for me. It's like a trigger. I the hate that. Face. Begging for ver- <laughs> especially the suede face, bitch. You look crushed velvet. You look like the inside of a casket. You know that satin material on the inside of a oh casket in the face because of face satin. Yeah, you satin. <laughs> Like the baby the fat tune. terry cloth outfits. No. Yeah, man. <laughs> so. What about you? You never feel that pressure? I feel pressure to post. I don't feel pressure. Yeah. I don't necessarily. Let me see how I need to phrase this. <laughs> I feel pressure to post because of, you know, what we do. It's like people like have to like see what's going on. Like they have to know like what's like what the fuck is Asante doing in the world. So I feel like I have to post. But outside of that. I just try to post and I try to figure out what's going to work for me and what's not. Um, I don't ever say like, oh, I I have to post a picture of me looking X, Y, and Z. But I do try to figure out like, okay, I know people like pictures of me on my Instagram versus me and other people, unless it's other people that they know. So I do think about those things when I'm posting certain stuff, but I don't feel like I have to like, I don't know, like I don't take my numbers and stuff like that serious enough to to do that because I know a lot of people they look at um, numbers like on a smaller scale just to say that 
people need to know that I'm doing something. Right. And so that's where I've gotten. I haven't gotten past like people know, need to know that Asante is working in music. So I have to post pictures of me by a soundboard at all times. I always have to post pictures of me at concerts. Like I don't think to do that. Because I just feel like whatever makes me happy is the stuff that I want to put out. So when I look back over my stuff, I can be happy versus figuring out what's making other people happy and plugging them into my stuff. Right. And I think that's why I also second guess, sorry, uh, to cut. That's why I second guess posting stuff on my Twitter. Because in my mind, I'm thinking like these are supposed to be thoughts that I can look back on and laugh at. So that's why I don't mind like retweeting other people that I think is funny as fuck or shit that I need to read over because this is supposed to be for me even though it's, <laughs> it's adding to the... It's your experience. Right, it's my experience even though I do understand that it's supposed to add to the conversation because it's it's literally social media. Right. So, I don't see anything wrong with somebody being strategic like how you just described somebody that like works in music so they're always by a soundboard or at concerts and stuff on their social media. I think that's healthy. Yeah, no, I just you haven't got there. I think the difference is the people who do that but take the types Don't of pictures. Don't even know how to use the soundboard. And take the types <laughs> of pictures just to say they were there mm-hmm. as opposed to take pictures of them in action, you know what I'm saying? Performing right. tasks and functions within that space so that people understand that that's your industry and then you know want to network with you based on that. That's cool. But people that just want to be at the party, like y'all know who I'm talking with. It's one person in particular. Oh, God. That will hound you for, if you know exactly who I'm talking <laughs> about, will hound you for a picture. I can't even say if they male or female because I feel like I'll give it away. <laughs> that's, how, that's, how, that's how bad it is. That's oh how God. widespread it is. Oh. But it's so disgusting. Like every time you see this person, they're like, picture, picture, picture. Um, or, you know, like they wanted, they want somebody to know they was there with you or they were at the thing or at it's the just thing. gross. Why you do that? Why you can't it just? It is so gross. And there like, was an, an ad that I saw recently from the UK. They, was in, they didn't no, take no. that shit to the UK? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the an UK. ad that was making fun. <laughs> I'm dead. There's an ad that was making fun of how social media and this pressure to be um, glowed <laughs> up is really affecting people's depressions. Apparently, I think if I remember correctly, the stat is that Instagram is the most depressing social media network. Why? Because, well, it, and yeah, and then it, the ad showed it was a, a couple, they were fighting and the girl, like they were on a couch arguing. You guys can find it, it's on Twitter. Um, the couple's arguing, and then when he fell asleep, the girl gets next to him and, and leans her shoulder on his shoulder and puts the hmm. blanket over her. Takes the picture, posts it on Instagram, and says, sleeping with Bay." So, and it was just like a series of, like, bullshit-ass situations where people still feel the need to post something. Even though it has no alignment with what's actually happening. There was one guy that drove himself to the airport so that he could take a picture of him walking towards a gate. Talking Bow about wow like challenge. another weekend, you know, another weekend, another flight, another check or whatever. Bow Wow Challenge. A Bow Wow Challenge, right? So, and even the Bow Wow Challenge. Like the <laughs> fact that Bow Wow he really did lied that shit. Like that. Why did you do that? The he fact lied. that he took images from Google of a of a jet or someone stack of money, like... You're bow wow. We don't even care about what you're doing. Picture of him on the damn plane (laughs) while he sent it. You know, the picture they posted was while he was like post making the post. Right. Yeah, he was sitting in coach. Ridiculous. Like, are you kidding me? Like, oh, let me send this before I take off. But that's the glowed up pressure for the world to know that you're doing well. And for me, I think what what I've noticed and 
the people around me who are so beautiful online and post like amazing things. There's actually a YouTuber I was really, really thankful. Her name is Alyssa Forever. She made a video about it. And I was like, wow, that's so dope that someone would be, especially because she's really big. I think she's like at a million right now on YouTube. She might even be past that at this point. But she was posting how she's going through some depression because mm-hmm. she doesn't know if this is what she wants to do, like being on YouTube. And she's just like, she's getting old, basically. And she's kind of trying to figure out who she is. But the hard part is you can't like post you trying to figure out who you are. Right. You know what I mean? You can't post you not feeling great. You can't post. She was saying sometimes she don't want to fucking put makeup. She don't want to beat her face. She doesn't feel good. She's like sad right now. But if she slows that down, her money dries up. If her money dries up, she can't create like she creates. And when she can't create like she creates, she, you know, can stand to lose her fan base. Right. So she was saying how it's just the cyclical kind of like whack shit. Hamster wheel. Yeah, it's a hamster wheel. It's a treadmill to be on that like you don't know how to finesse it in a way that like you can still post what you want to post and still have a following and be honest and authentic i've been really lucky because i never really got on that treadmill i like don't really post a lot like people know me for that i don't post a lot i only post when i think there's something of value a lot of amazing shit has happened this year and i didn't post it because i don't need the verification and validation of like yo friends out here like i am out here (laughs) all the time and i'm like happy like on a personal level i'm happy because i know i'm out here i know what's changing my family knows my close friends you guys like that's all that matters to me and you can see my glow up through like how happy i just feel and i look and when i do post i might not be in like dope ass clothes like no, I, you know, I'm not <laughs> I'm not wearing Louboutins and whatever Instagram kind of pressures you. Shout out to Fashion Nova. <laughs> I might not be that girl, but shout out to them even because there are people who are out here like really happy and looking mm-hmm. great. And those people I fully support. Yes. But the ones that are forcing themselves to get dressed and driving themselves to airports like yo y'all gotta get yeah like don't do that to yourself that's literally crazy it's too much it's too much like yo i could not believe that ad and the crazy thing was the comments under the ad somebody was like "Ooh, we both like tagging someone else like we know someone like this (laughs) people were like tagging mentioning their friends or someone they know i was like this is crazy that this is the culture of glowed up like this is the harm that happens when people feel that pressure. Right. So what's, what advice do you have, though, for those who are still kind of figuring out their way and maybe they just don't feel good? They don't have, like, beautiful pictures and travel pictures or pictures in front of, like, you know, $100,000 consoles at a studio. Like, how can they post things that still garner attention and still can help them gain a brand Without falling into the treadmill. You just have to be authentically yourself because that's what will attract people to what you post in the first place. Mm-hmm. Can't ever try to mimic something else that you've seen. You can't try to follow a formula. It's not formulaic. I just have been dying for an opportunity to use to that word. That. Yes. <laughs> um, and if you don't believe me, ask Cardiff B. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because Cardi B came on that internet being herself, talking shit, just being herself, not like anybody else. That led her to loving hip-hop. That led her to hip-hop. Okay? <laughs> so here we are. And now she's literally a superstar. 
She and, is. If that, and, and she's a superstar doing what she wanted to do in the first place. When she was making those, those uh, excuse me, Instagram videos, she wasn't even like, she wasn't, her goal wasn't to be like a comedian or do work in comedy. She wanted to be a rapper then. Yeah. But she garnered the attention she needed. And once she got the attention, she took it and she was very strategic with it. Right. And it has been successful for her. So use that as a, just a starting point when it comes to being yourself and learning how to be comfortable within the digital space as yourself. Her teeth was fucked up. And she fixed People them. made fun of her for that. Mm-hmm. And she was literally visible and, and she was most importantly vocal. Mm-hmm. So that, was, that wasn't that was something that she shielded. So your insecurities, all those things that make you not necessarily want to be in pictures like you see other people doing, then damn it, don't take pictures like other people take. Take a picture <laughs> another way. You know what I'm saying? Put the focus on something else and you get in the picture another way. You know what I mean? You don't have to be in a... Hervé Leger, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dress one of them um, ace bandage dresses. You don't have to do that. <laughs> a lot of times people look the same, too. Yeah, they all look mm-hmm. the same. Everyone What's on Instagram starting to look the, the same. Explore page be you just need a, a short Hervé dress, one. You need a pair of platform new Louboutins, two. Oh, my two. God, the oh, fact yes. that that's... Okay, what else you need? A sew-in, then you need that Chanel boy bag. That's about 5500 You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you need that, the quilted one with the stripes, with the, you know what I'm talking about. And then if about. you get body work done, which oh, I have God. nothing against, but you guys keep getting the same shape. And then You gotta switch it up Everyone gives Too much hip Like it comes out Too mm-hmm. round And natural hips Don't come out round That early Like it's too early In the body <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too high up It's like <laughs> You look like a compass Remember them compasses You used to use Back in the day With the needle And the pencil <laughs> <laughs> and it'd be round at the top with them sticks coming out the bottom. That's what y'all motherfuckers walk around looking like compasses. What's wrong with that, man? Like, why? <sighs> I, I mean, I understand, but like, still, like. That's because they get stuff based on what they're seeing, as opposed to looking in the mirror. They don't see that. I know, apparently. <laughs> like, look in the I, you know, I have nothing against getting work done at Me all. Either. I think if you got to get your teeth fixed, you know, but I say look in the mirror. Get your teeth fixed based on how you want it to look. Get your body shaped how you want it to look. Don't, you know, post up a picture of uh, Gucci Mane's girlfriend and say, like, I want this. Right. <laughs> like, don't. That's how she looks. Right. Like, don't. I love her, by the way. Yeah, Shout I mean, she looks Keisha. great. But <laughs> what about you, Asante? What advice do you have? Um, Just a foundation, <laughs> uh, a foundational principle in my life of happy. I think to always post things that have made me happy. Like I always want to look back over my and you're Instagram. random as fuck. Asante will post a balloon. That's right. That's <laughs> a right. A shadow. I ain't mad. That's right. And that's so dope. <laughs> it was a time we were at the museum, so I was like, "This Remember? was a time for me." Yep. Mm-hmm. Like as opposed to being like, "Let me go actually like be by some of the art," because some of that is like cool because you get to expose art. Because some people ain't gonna look at your picture unless you're in it anyway. Okay. So when people do that, I I get it. But then for me. I'm just like, well, I want to remember the actual moment here. And so I just like always choose those pictures as opposed to going for the stuff that I feel like um, will just be an overall great message. So my my Instagram is random as hell, but everything I can look back over and like smile at. The way it should be. 
I think everything, everybody has different principles in their business and what they do for their business. But one thing I always want my business to be is like happy and easy. So my Instagram is very reflective of that. Like I travel a lot, so I get to post a lot of pictures of me in different places and I'm happy about that. That's I don't try right. to make it seem like, okay, first class, so I'm going to post, <laughs> I'm going to post me with my your free complimentary drink. Post your passport, your Louis Vuitton wallet, and then po- t- and a drink on the plane. And, and your, your fedora, and your fedora next yeah. to it. Right. <laughs> like, I leave all that. Somebody for the called stuff. that Chelsea Boot Twitter the other day, and <laughs> I, when I tell you that I like fell like I fell off of the chairs. <laughs> Somebody said I'm real tired of Chelsea Boot Twitter, Damn. and it was a dude Spot with on. the hat. <laughs> oh God! What wow. about you? what about you, friend? Well, listen. This is what is so mind-boggling to me about success. Mm-hmm. It has. The the more you can create what that looks like and be intuitive on what that should feel like and should be and your story, your perspective, like we said in a, in a couple episodes ago, using all those stories not to stay in them and be victimized, but to create depth, to, to create grace, to create like, hmm, who can I be right now? What does what has all of this that I've been through turned me into? Because there's no one in the world that has been through the same things. They may have been through similar situations, but the combination of situations will always be different, which gives you a very specific energy signature. That's right. And a a signature means that only you will create something, and that something will be only you will create. Like, no one else can create it. And I hate that people look to other people for formulas because while that might give you money in like the short term that's not long money like long money is you like contributing a new perspective a new style and mm-hmm. that's why someone like Missy Elliott yes. can perform right now a record that she did what like 15 years ago and it still hits it still cuts right through you know why it cuts through because she's so authentically herself that she can't be replicated. She can't be duplicated. She will never sound like anyone else. She'll never look like anyone else. And that's because she didn't try to look like anyone else. Success really is you just doing your own fucking thing. And I wish that people... That's literally the easiest key. Like you Major just, key. Yeah, it's the easiest thing in the world is you just have to be yourself for a living. That's it. Like... I don't know why people are so afraid to do that. We live in a world where people are so afraid to do that. And that's why this glow up culture, as dope as it is, because I do want us to all be like the highest version of ourselves. Right. But that doesn't mean that that means right. you need the most. <laughs> that doesn't mean the most expensive outfit. That doesn't mean you have to lose hella weight and look like you've been training and working out because a lot of those people y'all are looking up to are sad as fuck. Because With back acne, the niggas. They be having back <laughs> acne. Some of them. Some of them. Because their globe has been financial, their globe has been physical, and their globe has been fashion-based. And that, trust me, y'all, is not a glow-up. No. If you glow up with the work that you need to do to feel good first, like feeling good, then all that other shit is like the perk because then you're happy, you're beautiful, you're glowing, and you have cute clothes, and you have money. It's just a better way to go about it. Yes, It's a better way to create that life. So that's my advice. Be careful with this globe shit. The real shit is that a lot of the people y'all seeing online are not happy. They're not. We know a lot of them behind the scenes. 
They're doing amazing things and they're sad as fuck. And there's a correlation. It's because they're not living from how they're feeling. They're living from what they're seeing. Big difference. Huge difference. Big difference. So let's jump into this week's wellness segment, which will tie into the hot button issue. Well, 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 well. (laughs) So you're going to be, are you going to be, so you're going to be, are you going to be, so you're going to (laughs) be. First of all, I just want to say that I'm glad you guys liked uh, last week's breathing ratio charts because a lot of you were sending pictures with your uh, note cards written down um, or just up on your office. That's so cool. I'm glad that you loved it. I'll definitely do a couple more um, in the next couple episodes because I did think that you guys found that useful. Somebody tweeted me because they had got to fighting because of the breathe. I guess (laughs) they they tried to do it in the morning with like they love her or whatever when they had woke up and the lover was like, you breathing in my fucking Someone else tweeted me talking about can I do this with weed? Is this a good ratio with smoking? Yeah, I was I like, oh my God, y'all. You know what? <laughs> y'all look funny. Six, four, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, six, seven, five, no, you did it. Yeah. But I wanted to um Dialing back to the idea yes. of living a life that feels good as opposed to a life that looks good on the outside. Mm. I wanted you to write down, those of you listening, take out your journals and journal entry, write <laughs> down what glowing up means to you and tune out the noise. Completely tap in, completely tap out. Forget what any of the people that you look up to are doing. Forget what it looks like. I want you to really, really create a list of glow up but don't make it specific like when I have this house when I have this you know this clothes or this x amount of money in my savings I want you to write it based on intuition what does that feel like what does your life feel like we do this a lot on tour it's called creative visualization Mm. where as opposed to doing a mood board not a mood board what is it um a vision board Pinterest a Pinterest vision board <laughs> where you put up, you know, all the things you want in the future. The car, the the man. You're not doing that. You're... I always thought that was a mess. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had parties doing that shit. Because this is what I'm learning. Manifestation doesn't really go off of what you say you want. It's going to go deeper than that. It's going to go on a cellular level. It's going to go intuitive into what your body is saying it wants. And a lot of times it doesn't align with what we think we want sometimes sometimes you might have low self-esteem and you might have affirmations saying i'm amazing i'm gonna kill it today and inside you're like i'm not actually i'm not gonna kill it i'm not enough you know i'm not lovable i'm not valuable i'm not gonna slay i'm not good like two different conversations happening that's why i'm actually changing my mind a lot on affirmations and we'll have an episode about that because it's so much deeper than just saying shit you have to actually believe it and feel it. But then it's like, well, how do I do that? The first step is, well, regardless of where you are right now, if you're not happy, if you're depressed, if you're anxious, if you hate where your life is, you have to create what you want your life to look like. Sometimes you're not giving the universe any kind of direction. 
you're not letting the universe know what you'd prefer. And if you don't let, it's like not putting in an address in your GPS and expecting it to take you to your destination. It's the journey. Right. It's, <laughs> you, it's not going to know where to take you. The Uber driver is going to look back like, okay, so. Anywhere but here. What? <laughs> but in Uber, you can't do that because it's like, no, you have to go They're going to look at you like, so where we go? Where <laughs> we at? So what's the deal? So you got to give it a GPS location. That's why you need to write down what you want your life to look like, feel like, and use words that are like, you know, I want peace. I want comfort. I hella want to feel loved. I want to feel safe. I want to feel like I can get whatever I need to eat today and not stress about if it's rent or groceries this month. Like, be more descriptive and vivid in real life. Don't just be like, I want a good man. Right. <laughs> like, a good job. A good job. Don't just say a good job. A what? family. <laughs> Bitch, how many kids? <laughs> but what does a good job feel like? What A good job to you might be a different thing to me. You know, like me and Haas always laugh because some people, a good job to them means a job that's like you're always on a hundred. Like I want to be busy all day. I want to travel. I know no. Asante like loves to travel. Yeah. Personally, I want a job that I can take naps. I want a job. <laughs> I don't take naps. <laughs> <laughs> I want a job that, like, I have time to create my own schedule for the week. I move a little slower. Like, I love having time, and I'm kind of like Lauren Hill. <laughs> you gotta align your energy with your time. <laughs> That's how I feel her. And she was like, chakras. "Listen, the show starts at nine, but my energy might not be there till like 12. <laughs> she is out of her damn mind. I get it though, but Girl. you know what's the problem? She's trying to fit her lifestyle into a traditional exactly. setting and that's where she's not getting aligned like me I wouldn't have a concert now because I probably won't be there now <laughs> so you have to write down what your dream life feels like you want to be late you want to be able to roll in when you feel like it roll you want to be you, like <laughs> you want your you want to feel like it's on a beach you want to yes. travel like be descriptive Give your life GPS. Give it direction so that things can actually start changing. Don't just use affirmations, but actually feel into it. And once you once you can close your eyes and be like, yo, this is what my life would feel like if I was like super happy. Mm -hmm. This is what happiness looks like. This is what it feels like. You will feel on a cellular level that your cells will kind of be like, we could do this. Mm -hmm. We know what this feels like. Now it's time to just go get it. But if you don't put your body into a feeling of what that new life feels like, you won't be able to get there. If you're always stuck in that same cycle of sadness, your body doesn't know anything different. Give it a second to know something different, even if you have to lie to yourself. You know the brain doesn't know the difference between reality and imagination? You could literally tell it right now what is reality? that you are Diddy. <laughs> you have a jet waiting for you outside when we leave the podcast. Your brain won't know the difference. Like that girl that said she was Janet Jackson and that DeBarge man's daughter. <laughs> oh, my Did God. I see her? <laughs> but but you, she created that life for herself because it's her dream life. She Baby. literally did it. And look, it worked because she she's living Janet it. Janet Jackson called her, literally. Her, she said Janet called her on the phone and was like, you're my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> she believed it. She did. You know I what I mean? believed it now. <laughs> But that's the power of the mind. She kind of, you know, took it a little left. But imagine if you were to do that. Imagine if you were to strengthen your mind into In a, a dial. Way. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what it is? I always think of it. You remember, <laughs> I mean, we don't really listen to the radio anymore. But remember when you had to turn the dial yeah. until you found the a frequency that the, the radio station was on? Literally, that's the same. That's the way that I view it. What you want is Hot 97. <laughs> it's Z100. It's out there. That means there's a frequency where it's already out there. It's already an option. And you have to tune your body and your thoughts and yourself to that to frequency. Tune. Yeah, like you have to match it. Haas and I had this whole conversation that was amazing. She was like, manifestation is old. That's like old school. That's like, let's write books and make money and gas people on like, you can manifest your best life. She's like, you have to match it. And that's something like, you're right. It's a radio dial. It's literally a radio dial. You can't just sit in your bed and be like, I'm going to manifest the best life ever. Right. <laughs> that life, that best life has to find you. You know, it has to find you going towards it. It has to find yourselves knowing what that feels like. So write that down. Sink into it. Get your body used to this beautiful ass life that you're hoping for yourself so that when it happens, your body's like, we've been new. This was happening. Right? right? We've been new. We were waiting. Your your energy has to get there first and then your body will. Yeah. So that's this week's wellness segment. Hopefully you guys find that useful. It's a really great exercise just to kind of get you on that new timeline. It's worked for me. I've, you know, matched the exact life I want where I'm an influencer who doesn't post weekly. Mm-hmm. I'm an influencer who doesn't post regularly. I go a month without posting. I haven't posted on YouTube in seven months. <laughs> I haven't posted. And counting. And counting. <laughs> you know, but that's because I created a life that wasn't attached to any kind of hamster wheel or treadmill. No one has specific expectations. I mean, y'all have expectations because y'all be like, when's the next video? Shit. Right. <laughs> but I have my own set of expectations and it's worked out well. So you can do that. It's possible. Do not follow the formula. Thanks again to the folks at Form for supporting this week's episode of The Friend Zone. <laughs> Form is the premium hair care collection dedicated to making every hair journey simpler and better. Ooh. Inspired by your own hair care journey, Form delivers uncompromising performance without sacrificing the health of your hair. Yes. They combine the special attention your hair deserves with the high-quality solution it needs. It all starts with your hair goals, your life, and your style. After taking the Form consultation, you'll be delivered a Form regimen complete with selected products, styling techniques, and hair care tips that are tailored to you. Mm-hmm. Just like their big brother brand Bevel, the Aye. folks at Form were tired of seeing the women they love struggle to find hair care that was personal, effective, and high quality. But you can get 10% off of your entire Form order when you visit formbeauty.com forward slash friendzone, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. Mm-hmm. That's formbeauty.com forward slash friendzone. Get personal mm. <laughs> with, mm. <laughs> with form. Mm. Okay. Mmm, delicioso. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> now let's jump into Mr. Music, man. Hey. What you got for us this week, Asante? And, and when you writing that shit down, use a blue or black ink pen, too. And I know cheap-ass mechanical pencil. <laughs> Go ahead, Asante. Dead. <clears throat> She said she wants some Marvin Gaye, some Luther Vandross, a, a little, little Anita. Well, definitely set this party up right. Oh, yeah. 
She said she wants to ready for the world. So I just had to give myself a moment to do that. <laughs> um, shout out to everybody that's been listening to all of the tunes out there. Um, I wanted to just take a moment to talk about a few artists because people keep asking me if I've listened to them and I have listened to some of them and some of them I just started listening to because of you all's recommendations. So I wanted to take a moment and spotlight some people. I wanted to start off with the artist Rhapsody. Oh, um, yeah. Have you all listened to this project? Not fully, but I really, really need to sit with it because she's so dope. So Rhapsody dropped a project called uh, Layla's Wisdom. Uh, mm. Female MC, I think she's signed to Rock Nation or she's like somewhere with rocking them. So Is it? Um, let me double check just to be sure. I don't but know why I thought she was on Atlantic. Maybe. I just want to be sure because this project was... Um, it yeah, was, I mean, there were you know a lot of people were actually disappointed that we hadn't brought her up. Got a lot of yeah, tweet. I kept yeah, forgetting. Yeah, you saw those like, why would you not mention Rhapsody? She needs to push. I'm like, I literally Y'all, kept we forgetting. Got her. We got but her. yeah, I know. I was just like, overload. Oh, I don't use that streaming service. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Throwback. <laughs> Throwback. But literally, Napster and Rhapsody. It's spelled like Rhapsody, but without the H, so it's R A P S O D Y. But um, the project was dropped through Jamla Records and Rock Nation. So dope. Um, <laughs> It's her first project released under the partnership with Rock Nation. So everybody go out and get it. Uh, she has Anderson Pack on the project, uh, Busta Rhymes, Lance, oh, sorry, Lance Skywalker, Black Thought, uh, a couple tracks. Shout out to Black Thought. Shout out. That track Lance is Lance so Skywalker nice. from TDE? Uh, I believe so. Interesting. Yep. Dope. Um, and also BJ the Chicago Kids on a couple tracks and Music Soul Child. Wow. Among nice. others. So check out Layla's Wisdom. There are a lot of uh, dope tracks on there. One of my standout favorites is Black and Ugly. I'm all about uh, <laughs> black people empowerment songs. So. <laughs> oh, and Sassy is another cute joint. So everybody just go check that project out. Everyone was telling me to feature her. So I wanted to make sure I took the time out to definitely honor her because this is a nice project. Oh, yeah. She deserves. She's talented. I wanna, I'm actually going to download it. I'm glad you said that because yeah. I want to be able to listen on my flight this weekend. Definitely listen on the flight. You know, it's not a long listen like Janae Aiko's project. I just got to mention it yet again because it is an hour and Still 22 minutes. Rotation. So I have to, I've been enjoying parts of it at a time. So, you know, I revisited the uh, the freestyles. I actually just put all the little freestyles on there into a little separate folder and just listen to them separately. But the Mystic Journey is just on heavy, heavy rotation right now. She's, so she's like, that's the one where she's singing. She's like closer to my destiny, closer to you and me. Closer, everything like that. So right in line with everything that we're talking about, um, I wanted to make sure I shout out the Mystic Journey Freestyle from Janae Aiko's project. Outside of that, um, I did have something silly that I wanted to do. Oh, gosh. You know, the icebreakers are just always so like, you know, it just puts us in this space, right? Where we have to like put ourselves in these shoes and make these decisions that we don't normally get to make and that we should be making. So I just always have to do that. Um, in line with all of the... Uh, people that I featured or talked about last week when we talked about our hometown, uh, hometown, hometown anthems, excuse me. I wanted to say who is an artist that is from your hometown that you wish would do like a really hot track and who do you want them to work with like from your hometown? So like, for example, Corey Hemplo. Corey Hemplo. I think it would be so dope if Gucci did some sort of project, some sort, not necessarily a whole thing, but if he if he got with Jermaine Dupri and they did like a like Atlanta uh, end all like takeover, like this is the South, it's been the South type type shit and shut shit down. Because there are all these new kids that are out and they're dope as fuck, 
But like Gucci has influenced a lot of them. But like before that, you know, Social Death was the sound. So I just would love to have this like then and now ass track and people be like, damn, these niggas still got it. And they like still are hot as fuck. And I feel mm-hmm. like JD don't have like that record today. Like the brat still is like visible and they're still like out there on um I see them on, on growing up hip hop and bow wow scenes, but I don't like hear specifically their records. Like I be seeing them on the scene. But I feel like I would love like a, a JD like resurgence of some sort. And I feel like him and Gucci coming together can make that happen. The Brad record is inside the pocket of that Carhartt jacket. <laughs> Her record be you she be having it every time you see her, it just be in the pocket of that Carhartt jacket on the inside. <laughs> Wait, so you said a hometown hero. Yes. So matching two of them. So you know what? I'll even say an old D and a new. Uh yeah, or it could be anybody. It could be two oldies if you want. So I'll even let you do dead or alive. Like if you wanted like Biggie to come back to life to do a hot ass track with or shit, he could come back and do another track with Diddy and Diddy can get all the new kids somehow. Because Diddy always had a bomb ass fire. You see his remix. sons. Yeah, there's their uh, new mm. videos. Cute. You go, Dustin. Okay, for I'm me it's kind of easy. Um, Cash Doll really impressed me. With that for everybody record when she was playing them two She's different characters. She's from Detroit. Char- mm-hmm. Shit. I when she know was that. playing those two different characters. Yes. So I why why not like watch her and Eminem do that? Eminem always does that character role Yo. playing his rap. So oh, wow. if they had like a cash doll versus Eminem song where they both are like in character, I think it would be amazing. You know what? You killed that. Like she could be amazing. I could <laughs> she could bring video. back uh D twelve. Yeah. And First lady of D twelve. If I can go down to Atlanta for one second, yeah, as far on. as that come record you're down. producing. You know, come if on I saw it, I mean, it just was October 3rd. Okay. <laughs> but uh, the Gucci song, like, give me a beat, like, Lovers and Friends. Not not Lovers and Friends, excuse me. Mariah, We Belong Together. Give me like, okay. a beat like that and let Gucci rap over that. So give me that. Give me a Jermaine Dupri slow jam R&B beat and let Gucci rap over it. A love song. And, and that would be Gucci a perfect. Like, no, other, other, like that nigga. That would be right in. on time for the wedding, too. Yes. So uh, perfect matrimony. What about you, friend? Okay. How about you give me Cameron and ASAP Rocky with a dip set? Already, already, already. With a dip set and ASAP Mob collab video and project. That would be so fucking fly. And you know what I instantly thought about? You can see Cameron being like, pretty motherfucker. (laughs) You remember Horse and Carriage? I can hear ASAP doing that part. We're gonna ride. It would almost be like to a night out of sort. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Absolutely. Like, yeah. Passing down the torch. Can't Passing you see that? Passing down the pink mink. I see? love it. And then have ASAP in the pink mink, yeah. which he would wear anyways. <laughs> and it would be fresh. Right. So that to me. Is, that was great. That would be That's a New York awesome. OD and, and new new collab. That was cute. That was super <laughs> unpo- Great job. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> On point like acupuncture. <laughs> that wraps it up here over in the Music Man segment. Um, all playlists are going to be available from the tours. Uh, the Apple, uh, the Atlanta playlist is going up shortly. Oh, and shout out to LaKenya, I believe her name is, from Cutting It and ATL. Yeah, she who tweeted, No, she tweeted me uh, about the playlist. She was like, she, uh, I had her making an old school playlist. Yes, LaKenya, st- uh, LaKenya her name on uh, Twitter is from Kenya in the ATL. Yeah, her name is her name spelled backwards a a y n e k style Kenya backwards style. Oh, don't start that um, shit. So she told me that she <laughs> wanted to do her own playlist, and I want you to share it because I forgot all about like Maceo's next tail chirping on these other songs, and so Ooh. y'all were reminding me I need to put them on there. So I need to hear that. Oh, and the Atlanta playlist that I did will go up, and I'm going to Chicago 
or I will have been in Chicago by the time you've heard this, so that playlist will be available as well. That's it here. Oh, and Sabrina Claudio dropped. Oh, listens lately. The uh, whole project her is out? new project. Well, her first album ever That's just dope. dropped today. And for those of you who are confused by the time, obviously we're recording a couple of days early because <laughs> y'all be like, wait a minute. Right. What the hell is going on? Yeah, we had to record oh, double uh, this week. So that's why we're kind of ahead. But yeah, so she dropped today and I'm so excited to get home and listen because y'all know I love so I'm ready to light my incense, put yes. my blanket on, make my tea. And just vibe the hell out. And it's the project is called About Time. That's okay. what the fuck I'm talking about. Okay. So that's my listens lately. Oh, yeah, she got a song with Black. Man, you okay. see, right? Emo King. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my. Sorry. Emo King used to be one of my old uh, screen names on, like, Yahoo or something. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, it, shit. It was Emo King with some numbers at the end. I ain't going to take the numbers because I don't know what it's connected to no more, okay? <laughs> uh, all right. Let's sit here over the Music Man segment. Or actually, do you have anything else you've been listening to lately? Nope. Dustin, what you been listening to lately? Just still been jamming to Tamar. Well. Where the motherfucking happiness. She sings. And it's not she even really that it's does. like catchy song. It's just that vo- them vocals. She has had me in a trance all week. So shout out to her. I've been listening to her and I have definitely had fun. Pisces squad. Okay. No Tamar's a Pisces. Did you mention that Party Next Door dropped? Oh, yes. Yeah, seven Days. I did not mention it. Party Next Door. Next Door. Party Next, next Door. Uh, seven Days EP dropped. Did you listen to it? Who drawers dropped? I did. <laughs> oh, the ladies. I don't know. I did. It's good. I have thoughts. <laughs> I got to be in the mood. Yeah, party. I mean, he's definitely a mood. He the makes mood moves. You just describe what you about to do when you go home. Give me that. <laughs> That's your mood. Plus one, <laughs> and then I'll and I and I mean plus one more thing. <laughs> and then Got I'll, like, it. I'll be in well. He, so he literally makes moods, but I do. I will say, um, he did a. I didn't care for the first track. I don't really remember it, but after that, I remember getting into it. The third track is called Damage. And it features Halsey on there. Oh, okay. So check that out. And he also has Rick Ross on a, a track called Better Man. Baldy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it, it here over for the Music Man segment again. Y'all see that meme of Rick Ross hanging out the yeah, race car? Yeah. <laughs> People had all kinds Get of captions. You're going to wings to something. <laughs> Get in, loser. Yeah. <laughs> yes, for Mean Girls. All right, what's taking us over to TV land? Well, you know, Queen Sugar is back on the OWN Network, and we got the two-part series premiere this week. I have had a good time catching up with the Bordelone family. Oh, um, I'm so far, behind. Oh my on god! This so, I, well, I haven't seen. Couple, I think I watched the first episode of this new season. We met Charlie's mother. Oh, mm-hmm. Charlie's mother is there. They had a breakthrough conversation at the end of the episode. There is bad bad blood between Charlie's mother and On Vi. On Vi had banned Charlie's mother from coming to St. Joe's, so the, to the town that they live in in Louisiana. She told her don't ever come back. So her mom's different from... I didn't, I didn't Charlie's know Charlie's mom is a white woman. Mm. And Nova <sighs> and Ralph Angel's mom was a black woman. And somehow, some way, he was married to both of these women. <gasps> and we found out that... Oh, we, you, know how, you, know, it's a slow, you know it's such a slow bit. It's they a give you very tidbits. slow burn, yeah. So we found out that um, he was. they were married. We also found out that 
Uvai told her like you stole him from us. So there was that there was an issue of infidelity of some sort with him and Charlie's mom. Um, Charlie's mom talked about how she sent her back to Louisiana in the summer so that she would have that black experience. And she said, "I sent you to boarding school because you are a black child living in a white world and you needed to be equipped." Mm-hmm. That's why I sent you there. And she was like, they had this really weird breakthrough. It was so cool to watch. Um, there's so much more that has happened. Darla and Ralph Angel are engaged and going to get married. Blue is the cutest little boy in the world. He's telling everybody that his parents are engaged. Mm, so Darla's doing well. Darla's doing very well, but Darla's relationship with her parents is irretrievably broken. They don't answer the phone for her. And judging from the things that she was saying in conversation, they haven't answered the phone in years. Wow. So that's broken. But on Vi on Vi made sure to show Darla so much love in this engagement news being revealed and she told her you know call me you know Darla was addressing her as Miss Vi and Vi was like mm Aunt Vi and everybody was very happy for them Mm. they had questions initially but like everybody was happy for them they had a big engagement party and everything so that was great Nova is Nova's nose is wide open (laughs) for that doctor but she's trying to deny it and Reagan Gomez shout out to Reagan Gomez by the way but she, you know, her character and Nova's character were lovers. Yeah, I and remember. And she's an activist, so she came back on, um, and she was acting jealous because of Nova's dealings with the guy. She was letting it out through their work, having conflict with it, work-related conflict. So that was really juicy to watch. So Queen Sugar is back, and it is good. I haven't watched This Is Us yet, but I'll have updates for that for you next week. I want to talk about what's coming next. Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, we ain't going to talk about till next week because there's nothing to say. <laughs> oh, I so yeah. glad. But... There's so much good TV coming on this fall, and the two shows that I really want to talk about, not overall, but just slightly, Love & Hip Hop New York is coming back, and Little Mo has been added to the cast. Now, let me say this. Oh, boy. You know. Uh, know, Cynthia Loving Jr. (laughs) makes her return. Cynthia Loving III is going to be She's the third? She's the third? Cynthia Loving is going to be on Love & Hip Hop New York, and she posted a picture of the Love & Hip Hop New York logo and gave the lengthiest caption, talking so much shit about how she was coming back and where she, to her city, where she was born and raised, all this shit. So it's going to be good. Now, I ain't seen a little more around town yet, and I'll be around. So I don't know if this is going to be one of them plug-and-play, you know, I filmed and go home thing. I don't know, but... She on the show, so it's going to be good. Shout out to Trent Cruz, a guy I know from around the way who's going to be featured on the show as well. All so, right, let's But see. back to what's really talk- worthy of being talked about, which is the big kahuna Real Housewives of Atlanta. Now, this week, we know that the ladies were actually, because they're filming this in real time and they're updating their Instagram accounts, so it's building anticipation for the new season that's going to start November 5th. So this week, they were filming in Barcelona, Spain. Love B. Scott came through with the exclusive, like, the, like they always do, and said that Mar- uh, Portia Williams had been sent home from the cast trip early because her and Marlo Hampton got into a Ooh. physical. Well, it was a verbal altercation. <laughs> Portia pointed an object in Marlo's face. Marlo Ooh. snatched it out her hand, and Portia lunged at Marlo. Oh, oh, had no. to be restrained, and they sent her ass home early. I then immediately went over to Marlo's live videos to try to see if I could see context clues. Because obviously they can't talk about what happened or, you know, go off. But the captions always tell a story. The live video. So, of course, Marlo's on the live video. Obviously, they had a couple cocktails. 
She's, you know, try, it's five o'clock in the morning in Barcelona. She's trying to force Cynthia and Nini to go to the club with her. She's in the video making um, Cynthia do model walks down the, you know, front of the hotel. <laughs> Nini's posing and poking her butt out and saying, Marlo, get off the phone, bitch. Get off live. <laughs> like, the three of them are back thick as thieves on this show. Marlo versus Porsche is going to be, ooh, <laughs> delicioso to watch. <laughs> and we already saw in the trailer we get Nini versus Porsche too. Porsche's been had it coming, and I think that Porsche versus Marlo is a very evenly yoked confrontation, even though clearly Marlo's going to win because Marlo is smarter than Porsche. But it's just going to be good. And Kenya, there's all sorts of drama with her. Um, they don't know if she's still on the show or off the show. She did not go on the cast trip at all. There's rumors that the producers are so upset with her. She's involved lawyers. She About doesn't the want to show her husband, the wedding, all that Damn. stuff. Dang, that means it's real, on. y'all. It's a lot going on. Um, uh, Kim Zosiak, Bierman, and Nene are definitely at odds. Nene posted a cryptic caption the other day saying, hashtag, she's prejudiced. Hashtag, that's why I didn't want to do a show with you in the first place. And you know they had gotten greenlit for... Nene and Kim's road trip They're gonna drive Cross yeah. country together And it never came to fruition Yeah I was so wondering What she happened she said Hashtag that. your tr- tr- Trashy mouth children Hashtag uh, Cause you well. know Brielle um, Kim Zosiak's daughter Has been very vocal In her mother's Recent confrontations So Real Housewives of Atlanta she? Enough <laughs> Right Like enough little? to get her ass beat She's like 19 or 20 Oh yeah. no maybe She's even older 21. than I She might be a 21 though Yeah maybe Mm-hmm. But that's good. So it's going to be good. Just wanted to talk about that real quick, and that's all I have to say in TV land, and I ain't talking about the network unless they want me to work with them, because then I will. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now i move over to what you guys want to talk to us about in the Asking for a Friend segment. What you got for us today, Asante? Um, don't forget to email us as per usual at thefriendzone at loudspeakersnetwork.com. Send us all your questions, comments, concerns, black businesses, all that jazz. This one, uh, the subject is Call Me Thoughtless, One-Sided Monogamy. (laughs) One-Sided Monogamy. Hey, friends. Love y'all. I'm going to skip all this stuff. Anyways, Call Me Thoughtless. (laughs) My boyfriend and I have been dating for a year. My career is just starting to pop off. My ovaries are tingling. And my ring finger is feeling a little bare. But we're in very different places in life. This is his first relationship. He's still in grad school, and his family is not trying to hear anything about a non-African girlfriend. Last week, I suggested that I see other people. No, just me, not him. Okay, girl. Since he has to get his life and family in line, I think he should focus on that. Meanwhile, my time would not be wasted, and I can keep my eyes and options open. He got upset and was not for it. Duh, what the hell? (laughs) Which I understood. She's trying to manifest her best life, y'all. Right. This week, he flipped the script and told me he would be with he would be okay with it for my sake. Wow. I immediately felt like he was giving up on the relationship and didn't have the desire no, or my... backbone to fight for it. I wait. I know all relationships are different, and I don't want to limit mine to societal expectations. If this could really work for us, it may be ideal. Should I st- stop tripping now that he's giving me what I asked for and actually want? Or should I just say goodbye to this weak-ass nigga that I love? Love y'all and see you soon, Thoughtless. Thoughtless, girl. Okay, I'm going to do this. Yeah, I'm not, And I'm not because I feel the heat, but I'm not going to go there, right? So here's the thing. <laughs> you literally asked him 
for a circumstance. He comes back to you and tells you yes, and you take you 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 mad because <laughs> he said yes to what you wanted him to say yes to. This is a trigger for me. I cannot, <laughs> I'm for real, y'all. I can't take that. Like you, what? There's no right way to go. Like when you, uh, you know, I'm a very solution. Because you're being person. set up. It's a setup. What the Word. hell? And you so got the, no the audacity. Now he's a bad guy because <laughs> you're the one that wanted to go out there and spread it around. <laughs> and now he's the bad guy for telling you yes when you asked to go. Give Utterly you ridiculous. You and you're gonna have to face some round, some hard. I was about to say some round truths. Well, hell, <laughs> if you if, if things go, if we follow the runner show, you might that might be true, but. <laughs> I say all that to say it's just ridiculous that you would get <laughs> mad that you asked for this. And if you didn't want to do it, like Candy said, if you don't want to do it, don't, don't do, do it. it. If you weren't okay with him telling you yes, and if you don't want the type of man that's okay with his woman dating other people and spreading um, her time amongst other people, <laughs> clean that up, then don't put yourself in that position. So I definitely think you guys need to just move along. I do. Mm. Um. Yeah. I and mean, you the problem, to be honest. Mm. But go ahead. It just sounds like you're playing games. Quit playing games with my heart. Quit yeah, you just sound like you're playing games. I don't know if that's stemming from insecurity. I don't know you, but this isn't how you're gonna have a healthy relationship mm-hmm. if you can't just communicate what's wrong, communicate what you're unhappy with, what you want to change or see different, and you're trying to like put him like. You know, uh, corner him and then getting mad because he's just like, whatever, like, do whatever the hell you want. Just leave and even calling him a weak ass. You should call him a weak ass. Right. How you going to close this out and say, or should you say goodbye to this weak ass nigga? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. I just, that's (laughs) odd to me. I can't imagine talking about someone that I like really fuck with like that. It just sounds like this isn't for you. You should probably, like, let him find someone that doesn't think he's a weak ass. Uh And you should find someone who will be excited about you meeting their parents. And that's that. Yeah. I think that you need to be single. Or, you know what? I think that you should continue to date this young man if you want to date him. But there is not a problem with him. And not to say that there's something wrong with you. Because there's nothing wrong with you. You just ain't lining up. You just aren't actually putting the pieces together appropriately for yourself. Because the way you're you talking about your ovaries are tingling and all that stuff, it don't sound like they're tingling for your man because you call him a weak ass. Because right. Your if, baby daddy. Because <laughs> if this is somebody, and, and, and granted, y'all have only been together for a year, so maybe you just aren't as invested, and that's okay. But it doesn't make him weak ass because he has to work out stuff with his family to get you on board. So if this is somebody that you want to be with, I feel like you would be trying to take the time to figure out how to make that happen or at least be a support for him while he's trying to work this out because you just basically said it's up to him to get his family on board with dating a non-African. So knowing that he's going through that, do you want to give him more shit to worry about by going out dating other people or saying that you need to date other people? And I'm not faulting you for saying that because if that's something that you actually need, which I want to come back to because once he said that you could do that, you felt like it was a game being played or something. So if that's something that you actually want to do is see other people, 
you need to be open and honest and say that you do want to date other people, but you don't need to come at him <laughs> and, and call him any sorts of names for saying, you know what? Because he probably thought to himself, you're going to do what you want to do at the end of the day. So why tell you no? And then you might go see other people behind his back anyway. Which is fair. Which is super fair. He might love you to the point to where, where, you know what? I ain't worried about nothing else but you, girl. So if you need to live a little bit more and figure out what kind of girl you are to make sure you want to be with me, then I'm going to let you do that. That doesn't make him weak. That means he don't want to waste his time or yours if that's what you're open to. But, but she probably thinks he's weak because he won't stand up to his parents. So it's like a loss of respect on his part. Like, you know how she's viewing him now because right. he well, won't just tell his parents, listen, she's not African, but I love her. This is who right. I'm with. This is who I'm staying with. Take it or leave it. Boom. I get it because I would look at my man differently too if he couldn't talk to his parents. I mean, you wouldn't listen. give him time for the work, friend. No, I'm just playing. No, either way, like, I think after a year, well, I'm in a different age bracket. <laughs> I don't know how old this person is, but I would know immediately, like, yeah, this is someone I want to keep working things out with. Right. You know, this is someone that can meet the moms. But I just think that that's why she's calling him a weak ass. And if that's a turnoff to you, which I actually understand, I would be turned off too. Then go find a man that is not like that. Right. It's really that simple. I'm just confused because in one breath you're saying that after a year with this man, your your ring finger is feeling bare, which means that you want to right, marry your him. Ovaries and your ovaries are tingling, which means you want to have a baby with him. But then you also say <laughs> that you want to go sleep fast. with everybody else <laughs> because you're not happy. So and then he's also a weak ass nigga. <laughs> so I'm just confused. This this to me ties into the hot button issue and the wellness segment where it seems like she's so focused on what she wants to happen in yeah. her life but not what's actually feeling good because yeah. this situation don't sound like well, you're happy like she is focused on what's feeling good that's what <laughs> that's why she posed the question <laughs> <laughs> no you need to you need to sit down posed. and write down with your dream life because this don't yeah. sound like it's it if you sound like you're trying to, to force a life with this dude mm. I don't care if it's in crayon girl you pick it up <laughs> and put it on some paper well I know all relationships are different and I don't want to limit mine to societal expectations if this could really work for us it may be ideal I don't know you think he's a weak <clears throat> ass so I don't know I know I, I, I need you to Get a strong I ain't got ass. nothing else for you. <laughs> strong. Ass. I'm sorry, I don't have nothing else for you, but I want you to write back in and tell yeah, us we need what's an up. Update. Right. She I, might feel bad when she hears that letter read back to her. I ain't trying to give up on you. <laughs> right. I just need, need more. Update. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> need more information. <laughs> for real. Do the journal entry, girl. <laughs> Two of okay. them. Okay. Two of them. Nightly. <laughs> well, that's it here over for the questions. Now we're moving on to the black business of the week. The yeah. black business of the week. So I on Twitter minding my business mm -hmm. and this young lady by the name of Chelsea tweeted and said I'm reading at being Mrs. Jones book relationship goals and in my head the lead girl is Hey Fran Hey and then being Mrs. Jones tweeted her back and said her vibe was a heavy influence for the lead what? character titled Noah. And mm. I was like, okay, what? <laughs> Not Noah? Come on. Right. <laughs> so I was like, hold on, what? So I tweet them both. Like, how cool is that? <laughs> right? No, you didn't. <laughs> I tweet them back. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Miley? <laughs> Miley, <But> I was, <laughs> Miley was good. That's what it is. I done messed it up. So I was like, how cool is that? Thank you. I just, and then I checked her site, obviously. I went to her bio and was looking. She has a lot of books. And I was yes. like, how can I grab a copy? Because I didn't even see it. She has so many books. 
And she linked me and um, I'm trying to... Her name is Christina C. Jones and she has a lot of books on Amazon and on her website. I'll tell you her website right now. I'm Christina like, C. Right? Jones. Her website is beingmrsjones.com. Mm. But, mmm, delicioso. But the book that um, I was amused for is called Relationship Goals. And it's amazing. You can find it on Amazon, like I said. It's amazing because I started reading it because, of course, I was like, hold up. <laughs> well, I want to see how it's interesting to see how you're perceived right. as a person because she doesn't actually know me, she knows the internet me. Which isn't that far off from Fran, but it's still not fully like who right. I am. So it's kind of cool to read. To yeah, like if you're a muse for a book, I'm like, let's see what she yes. would think I would say or act in right. situations. Kind of fun. And it was amazing. I started reading. I'm not done. But the the protagonist is a wellness influencer on social media. And who, like, falls in love publicly. Girl, you aligned with your book. You know, falls in love publicly. And it's basically how she navigates being this hyper-visible person where everybody wants to know what's going on in her life all the time and navigates it with this man that she's fallen in love with that, you know, she kind of wants to keep separate. And just, it's cool. Like, that's how far I've gone. They met at an airport while she was traveling. I know. I was like, wait. Now, who was the muse for the man? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they met at an airport. I mean, I won't ruin the story because you guys have to read it. But they met at an airport while she was like coming from a, a work job, which I'm actually flying out tomorrow. So I was like, this is just... <laughs> now I'll be at the airport. Like, is it you? Is it you? Going to be at. So I just thought that was cool. I've never, I've been amused for songs, but I've mm-hmm. never been amused for books. Not that I know of. Yes. So this is very, very cool. Thank you, Christina. You totally 100% made my day. That's so dope. I'm excited to finish reading it. Please support her, you guys. Like I said, it's called Relationship Goals, and her name is Christina C. Jones, and it's on Amazon.com. Thank you. And that's the Black Business of the Week. Popping. That's it for this week's show. Before we get out of here, do you guys have any church announcements? I ain't got no church announcements. How about you, Dustin? <laughs> you can catch me in episode two of Sister. Thanks for the warm welcome you guys gave that work that we did. You can find it on YouTube. Look it up. Sister, S-I-S-T-A, the getaway. Um, and look up Five Tier Media, <laughs> P-H-I-V-E tier media and that's where you can find it um and i got another bomb ass church announcement coming soon yes, that i can't wait does. to share with you guys i hate how many bomb. secrets i have to keep of y'all okay. Okay. Yo, this shit is by the time you guys are listening to this i will already have been in switzerland yes. and did my thing with my campaign but technically i haven't gone there yet like I said, we recorded early, so I will be telling you guys all about that trip next week. And by the time you guys listen to this, the next stop on the tour will be Charlotte, North Carolina. So I'm excited. Ah! Right. I love Charlotte. It's such a great place. So I'm excited to vibe out and connect and, and vibrate higher with you ladies. You belong there. It's Queen City. The Queens. I mean, hello. Ooh. And I got my new haircut. You hey, know what I mean? Come so, on. It's beautiful. Thank you. I'm still processing it because I literally cut 
all of my hair off. You guys will see. I put it on Twitter. And when the Switzerland shots come out, you guys will see. On You guys will <laughs> you see. see. You hear me? You'll see. You'll see it on Instagram. <laughs> so we love you guys as always. Thank you so much for listening. And we will catch you guys. Oh, wait. Asante wants to say something. And don't forget, don't forget that you are going to see all three of us on Philly on the yes. 22nd of October. Yes, October thank 22nd, God, you baby. Remember that. I cannot wait to see you all in Philly. It's right here. In Dallas, November yep. 4th. Yep. And DC, December 1st. And yep. you can get those tickets on thefriendzonelive.com. Philly's going to be a special show. We can't wait to see you guys. Dallas is going to be a special show. And so is DC. Yes, see, it is. Can you always. do me a favor in Switzerland? Mm-hmm. But it's one hip roll, right? <laughs> and call it a Swiss roll. That's all I want you to do. That's all I want. I bro. got you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to do it you. during the campaign. Thank you. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> you going to see me in the back like, what is that girl doing? <laughs> With Dustin. That'll be the caption. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Stay black and protect your Love magic. Love you guys. Bye. Hey, look at you. Florist by day, student by night. Student by day, nurse by night. Since 1998, Penn State World Campus has led the charge in online education, offering access to more than 175 in-demand programs taught by our expert faculty. We offer flexible schedules, scholarships, and tuition plans to help you reach your educational goals online. Penn State World Campus delivers on your time. Click the ad or visit worldcampus.psu.edu to learn more. That's worldcampus.psu.edu to learn more.